Talk the podcast. We talk about any and everything, just like the days at the table, hanging with your homies, your girl, your boy, you know, just chilling, acting a fool in the lunchroom. It's your boy Quattro back on the mic. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Slick Rob. There's no introduction needed. Let's get to it. Yeah, man. It has been a logistical nightmare for everybody. So unfortunately, we do not have Kevin and DJ Newell on the on the cast with us this week. But it's okay because you got the fun guys here to uh to to get you through this through this Mulan review. They dropped Mulan uh for premiere access on Disney Plus uh on the fourth, and uh Quattro Quattro spent that coin and decided to just watch it at the house. So we checked out Mulan. We're gonna review it today. But first, let me do a little bit of business real quick. You can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. Follow us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. We are also available on SoundCloud and iHeartRadio at Cafeteria Talk. Slick Rock, man. What do we what do we do every week, man? You already know we get started with the beep at the table. We could do our little put on something that we've been checking out, viewing, eating, reading that we think you, the people, should definitely be checking out. So I will go first, and my put on is going to be the new season of The Boys that dropped on Amazon Prime. I seen. I, I was trying to watch the first season before it dropped, but I guess I missed it. Man, it's it's really like because it's based off of a lot of DC comics, which I really think you'll like. That's like, dope. Some of the characters are like reincarnations of different like Homelanders, like early incarnation of Superman. Okay, just if Superman was a. A bad guy. A bad guy. Like and got you. It's based. I, I I like the whole premise behind the show. It's kind of dope. And this new season's interesting, and then they don't they don't drop in traditional streaming service format. Mm-hmm. They dropped the first three episodes on Friday, the same day Mulan came out. Okay. So and then now we have to wait every other epi- every the next episodes is the next Friday, the next Friday. Kind of like how TV shows do it. Kind of so. like how The Mandalorian was. They dropped an episode a week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, it's kind of interesting, and they left me on a cliff. I'm like, bro, don't do that to me, man. Give me. I need. See, that's like, the thing, bro. Like, I, I, I need to watch that first season. Like, I, I just have been putting it off, putting it off. I finally just need to hunker down and get it done. Yeah. I think you'll like it a lot since it's actually based off of a bunch of DC heroes. Like, for sure. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of, like, uh, a lot of ads and stuff for it because uh, I'm a fan. So, like, they give me ads for that show with the superhero stuff. And I'm, I, it looks good. Like, I'm excited to see what Homelander's that. I'm seeing him all over the place. So, oh, wait. Am I going to sneeze? No, my body didn't fold. What? Wait. Huh? Huh? Dang, bro, don't you hate that when, like, you finish yeah. sneeze and it don't come? You be yeah, like, you just you be, be waiting like, on it? You be like, is it gonna come? And then I'll be talking and then it'll just, it'll just, I'll just go. But before I do, before I sneeze and fold, I'm gonna talk about my put on, which is a show on Netflix, uh, a Netflix original. Um, It's called Teenage Bounty Hunters. And it's basically, it stars Kadeem Harrison, uh, something bet, something. I, man, I folded. Let me see. Uh, what's it called? What I said was called Teenage Bounty Hunters. Yep, <laughs> Teenage Bounty Hunters. It stars Angelica Bet Fellini, Maddie Phillips, uh, and Kadeem Hardison. Uh, if you if you know Kadeem Hardison, he's from a, a, a different a different world. Yep. Um, Casey Undercover, he played the dad. Yep. Yeah, he looks really, he looked he he does great in this show. I really I really like. I can't say like I enjoy the show like. You know, I, I've mentioned on the cast before, like, every once in a while, I just need something to watch, and I'll just, like, look at pilots on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, I looked at the pilot for Cursed. I looked at the pilot for uh, Warrior Nun. And then I ended up looking at the pilot for Teenage Bounty Hunters. Um, nothing really is keeping me, like, watching it, per se. It's only 10 episodes. Each of them an hour long, so it's definitely taking me longer to watch it, because I'm like, I don't want to yeah, give facts. all that time. But it's not terrible. It's kind of funny. Um, what really keeps me coming back is like the girls that the two main girls Angelica Bet Fellini and Maddie Phillips are fine as all get out yeah true um, so like I'd definitely be tuning in like it's a good background show for me like if I'm doing schoolwork or something or like I'm like editing pictures or something I'll just throw it on like to the side and just see what's up facts um, it's funny I 
it, it's interesting because the girls come off very privileged. They like they live like deep in the Georgia South. Like they go to like um, the country club. Like they seem very privileged. Mm-hmm. And like I'm thinking, I'm hoping by like the end of the ten episode season, like they kind of like change their ways or whatever. But we just have to see. Yeah. But true. Um, if something you just feel like you just need something to watch, you don't have you don't you feel like giving that time, check out Teenage Bounty Hunters on Netflix. Got one season. Uh, it's brand new. It's on Netflix. I I think it's a it's worth the watch. Uh, if you just got you know some time on your hands, you just need something to watch. Check it out. But as we continue on, you know what you're here for. Today we'll be talking about Mulan, the live action film uh, that came out September 4th on Disney Plus Premiere Access. Or you might be waiting on it to come out in theaters. But I'm gonna give you some general information about the film before we um, get in there. Before we get into it. So, to save her ailing father from serving the Imperial Army, she, a fearless young woman disguises herself as a man to battle northern invaders in China. Mulan. Release date September 4, 2020. Uh, the director is Niki Karo. The budget was 200 million bones. Um, and if you kind of understand how movie budgets work, so you probably could say it was about 400 million because they probably did another 200 million to, you know, promote the movie. So, yeah. around 400, 500 million there. Um, do, 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 doom. That's about it. Oh, sorry about that. The IMDb score is five point six out of ten. It's a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and seventy four percent of Google users like this movie. And uh, once we start talking about it, I think y'all will kind of get some insight on why that probably is. Um, but before we get into our big like spoilery stuff, let we're gonna do a spoiler free review. Uh, our spoiler free thoughts portion. Cause this movie did just come out the fourth. We want to give you give you guys a chance to see it. If you want to wait till the theater release, you know we gotta give you give you guys a chance to see it. So this portion of the of the game will be spoiler free. So let's get into it, Robert. Man, what were your first thoughts on the film? My first. Actually, we're gonna go beginning, middle, end. So at the beginning, you know, after the first maybe thirty minutes of the film, what were you thinking? Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I was thinking, okay, yeah, this. I wasn't saying, can this movie be over with? But I'm like, mm-hmm. can we get a little bit somewhere? Because I saw some connections. I was mainly mainly just trying to go in and draw connections from the animated film. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's the one we all know and love. Of like, course. When you do remakes of movies, you want to see the connections. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole time I was thinking. I didn't see too many. I saw right. here bits and pieces, little camera. I'm just like, uh, like, okay, let's get to the action. That's the main reason I even watched the movie. Facts. Because the trailer had a lot of good mm-hmm. shots of fights and all that. So I'm like... All right, let's get to this action. Like, I get it, but can we just get to like the action? You know what I'm saying? For That's sure. kind of how I felt. I was just ready to to see people throw hands and swords. <laughs> facts. Yeah. So like first eighty minutes, I I definitely was like like you said, looking for like the connection between the film, the original 1999 film, and the uh, movie we saw today. And like like you said, like I wasn't sitting there. Um, waiting for it to be over but i was just like all right let's get a move on because especially because it's hard because you already know what's supposed to happen yeah you know given that we've already seen this film and granted there are things that are very different um it still kind of follows the same format um i did lo- i did notice off the bat like how beautiful the movie was like yeah. it was, it's a beautifully made film but i felt that there were some liberties taken that i felt kind of were detrimental to the the overall um experience of watching Mulan. Yeah. And granted, like they have told you, they have told us numerous times from the get go when they announced Mulan, they were like, we are not remaking the yeah. the film. Like there are gonna be some serious things that can be changed due to like the climate we're in today. Like uh, apparently when the movie came out originally, uh, a lot of people thought it was very it was very racist. So they were like, all right, we gotta scrap a couple things, move move some things, get rid of some characters. So I definitely got that. Yeah. So what was your what was your feel like towards like the middle of the film? Towards the middle of the film, I kind of got into it a little bit more. Mm. Um, no lie, because you know, like towards the middle of the film is when stuff really gets interesting. Um, right. Now, one thing I was worried about when it came to Mulan um, was a lot of people trying to cancel the movie because it may have had the Me Too vibes, like you mm. know, of women empowerment, which I really don't have a problem with. Just don't shove it down my throat. Right now, preferably. I was kind of okay with what they did, sort of, like, towards the middle of, you know, I can't really say much, right. but of how Mulan's character was progressing. I was okay with that, and the shots, I liked, like, I'm big on angles and 
wide shots from my thing. So I, I was enjoying that. So right. like I was okay with the middle of the, the film. Like mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, oh my like, I'm like, it's, it's, you you got it there. You got right. me there. You got some stuff I'm just like, um, sir. Yeah. Like, uh, hello, why? So Facts. in the well, middle of the film I was okay with. One thing that I, I noticed when, once I got to the little film that like it really was working, not working, but it, you could really see the divide from the original film to this film. Yeah. And it, it was very apparent. And, I, and some of them were like, okay, this is a cool change. Some of them was like, okay, like, what are you doing? Go back to the drawing board. Why did you do this? Um, I like I said, I kind of got into it because like the big, the middle of the film, even the original movie, is when it really picks up. Yeah. Um, just like you said, a lot of those shots. It's hard to like talk about it because like we can't go into spoilers, but like, um, a lot of like the the shots and the the mechanics of the film were showing were shining really bright during the begin the middle of the film, which I really loved. Um, we got to dive in more into the characters, which was kind of cool, and then um, I guess we kind of got. The villain a little fleshed out. I yeah. I'll be able to explain that more once we get into spoiler territory. But like I, I ah. <laughs> yeah. But um. So the end of the film, the the final act and, and the ending. What do you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot because you know okay. it was very it was very upbeat, fast paced. There was really there was some dull but not really dull moments because right. you know like in big battles and all that the biggest thing is consistency. Like don't fall off. Keep it pushing and pushing and pushing. Right. And I think they did that very well. Um, I love the choreography. Maybe mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing for me was the choreography. Yes. Honestly, um, I was just I was all for it. I loved and I loved the overall progression from beginning, middle, to end of Mulan. Mm-hmm. Well, the character mainly, not necessarily the movie, but the character. Right. I, I liked how the character was progressed, and I definitely did see the differences between the originals and. And then there was some. I ain't gonna lie. The the towards the end of the film, I was laughing. I'm like, bro, yeah, y'all got me dying like what in the world is going on so like i thought it was i, I liked the end of the film um it was a part i was just like okay like why like a couple parts i'm just like yo my guy like you did not just do that to us but okay like is is it i know it's not the original but then again You're definitely not the original <laughs> what you doing so i was okay with the ending it could my per se could have been a little bit better and they didn't have to like I feel like it kind of dragged it toward the resolution. I'm like, yes, I agree. I'm like, you're dragging it a little bit. Let's get to it. We know, we know what the deal is. Like, come right. on, come on. Um, yeah, I definitely uh, felt like once it got to me, once it got to the ending, I was just like, all right, I'm ready for this to kind of be over. I'm ready for you to get to like get the main points of the ending and then get out of here. Because like, I'm kind of glad I was able to watch this at home. Because like, if had I been in the theater, I'd have been like, bro, what are we doing? But, um. I, I like the choreography a lot in, that, in the final act too. Like the fights, you know, you heard me screaming. I was like, yo, that was clean. Like, okay, yeah. that was fine. But um, I kind of got the, I wouldn't say me too, but like I, w- I kind of got the um, the Ray Skywalker vibes from episode nine with the ending. I was like, oh, why are we doing this? This is just like, like some of the stuff that was happening, I was like, come on now. Like you were doing, you were kind of doing well. But then you added these little pieces, and I'm like, you know, this this takes away from the experience of this of this final fight. Yeah. So um, that was something that really kind of did it up for me. The ending, you know, it ended kind of like the way um, the original one did, with with some major changes that I kind of actually was fine with. Yeah. Um. So it overall, like, I think the film was is okay. I mean, one, I'll, I'll give y'all a full spiel about how I really feel about it once we get into territory. Spoiler territory, but overall, fine, I guess. Whatever. They did it. They made a live-action Mulan. So what do you what do you think? Like overall, just kind of general thoughts. Overall, decent. Um, it's not definitely not probably in my top five of Disney Heck no. remakes from animation to live action. Mm-mm. Like, mm, like, so you know, like, but it was a decent, it's a good watch. Like, I could see myself probably watching this with my friend. No, actually, I said that about my family probably would not watch this. They, I, 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 I watch it again for you know, film, film reasons. But like, I, yeah, and then I would just pick up. Then <laughs> I would just pick up. Yeah, like I'd okay. rather pick up the original one than pick this one up. Yeah, like really enjoyment wise, I wouldn't pick this one up. The original, yeah, but like it's it. They did their thing. It was decent, and you know. It was different. It's good. Like it's good to not just remake a movie. Like that's right. What... That's the that's the thing I was about to say. Like there are they they made the film they wanted to make. Yep. And it's fine. Like they they told us from the get go. Like I said, not remaking ninety nine Mulan. Like this is gonna be our story. Like with the cha- necessary changes that needed to be made, take it with it as you will. 
and we are. We're about to tear it apart. So, um, before we tear it apart, though, I'm gonna get into how we rate films here at Cafeteria Talk. We kind of, I kind of use this this format kind of keep us, you know, organized and in a flow because Quattro is very disorganized sometimes, and this kind of helps him and the table, you know, kind of table our thoughts if anything. So. Um, with our first, we look at the visuals and the mechanics of the film. How does the movie look? How does it work? Does it catch the viewer's eye? Does it this also encompasses costumes, light, CGI, things like that. We also look in this category, we look at light, music, sound, uh, how it all encompasses in the film, the mechanics of the film. Um, two, we look at the story. How was it formulated? Is it tell a well-paced story? Talking about the writing, the tone, the structure, character development, things like that. And then three, look at the implications. What are we left with? Do we have any questions? We want to see more of this of this film. Do we think we want to see more Disney remakes? Stuff like that. So, as we get into oh, and at the end of all that, we'll rate it out of 10. Uh, one being a masterpiece, the greatest thing we've seen in cinema ever. 10 being, why did you make this film? Please, Lord, rip my eyes out so I never see this film again. So, Rob... You're our visuals guy. You 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 do film, man. You you shoot with cameras all the time. You know about this. Yeah. Tell me about the visuals. The visuals were, like you said, the main like one of the biggest things is when you go watch a movie, you want to be captured. And I was captured a lot by the visuals because right. like when it felt like when think when the plot started just kind of and like not really the plot when the pace was getting kind of low, I was it brought me back in when I saw like different like these crazy shots like when mm -hmm. on the different battlefields when they were training. Oh, it, I'm sorry. I'm one more thing before you move on. Sorry about that, y'all. I forgot to mention this. This is now spoiler territory. Everything we talk about from this point is all spoilers. So if you have not seen the film and you want to see it in theaters or you want to watch it on Disney Plus Premiere Access, stop, pause it, come back to us when you finish the film. All right, now with your spoiler warning, back to you. Yeah, so like the visuals were very great. Um, I love the different, there was like different color gradings that really set the scene and that's what, that's kind of the thing they teach, like, like they teach when it comes to film. Like you mm. want to have good color gradings with your visuals because colors help tell the story. So like in the beginning, everything's kind of bright and dandy. She's got a little light orange, kind of magenta reddish mm. um, things in the sky and all that good stuff. Right. And, and then once things get a little low, you get that good blue, timid, I can't remember the exact words, but you know, it was good. It was good. I loved the paintings of the camera. Yeah. Like to capture everybody. Cause I think it, I think it's not just, you know, like how people said like with black, how black Panther was able to capture an essence of Africa. Mm -hmm. I feel like Mulan was able to capture a good, a little bit of an essence of, um, China, China. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, like the culture, like, right. you know, with the different panning that kind of flowed with the score of the music, like the visuals were spot on chef's right. kiss. I don't have a favorite shot right now. I'm trying to think of it in my head. Oh, I, I do. But uh, before I tell you my favorite shot, like like you said, I agree. The the, the visuals in this film are like, the, I think out of those live action films that they've made so far at Disney, this probably has the best cinematography. It was, yes. this movie was beautiful. And I mean, even the original is, is pretty beautiful. And just given that China is such a rich and beautiful culture, putting that on screen was probably, was probably nothing. So it, it was, it, it looked absolutely stunning. And uh, my favorite shot was definitely uh, the the shot where right before we go into the scene with the matchmaker yeah. and the different makeup and stuff like appear start appearing on the table like it's probably like a um took probably took a few hundred takes to to get yeah. it and they just added a different piece each take yeah and that was I thought nice. that was beautiful I was like oh yes and then when they were doing her face that was also uh, a really good a really good scene um so I really loved how like you said the colors really brought out each scene. Because, like, when she was crying on top of that um, mountain after being kicked out of the army for when they found out she was a woman. Yeah. That was a great scene. And then the colors of the phoenix was awesome. Just, like you said, encompassing what China was at the time, it was really beautiful. And that was something that I really, you know, praised this film over. Yes. What definitely. do you think about, like, um, some of the CGI stuff? Okay, some of the CGI... Um... Like I said, like usually with CGI, um, first time I watch it, I don't really catch it as much. I'm right. not the biggest CGI guy. Some, um, I think the CGI when it came to the, um, when it came to the the what's it, oh my god, 
the the witch, the witch, mm-hmm. like the witch's CGI with the birds and everything. Yeah, it honestly made me think of Bird Box. Honestly, without them, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the first thing I thought about. But like, I thought the CGI was okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, I was really trying to catch a time where you could tell the clipping from, like, because there's always there's always a certain, yeah. DJ Newell talks about all that. There's certain clippings that come like right. where you can tell like they missed it. They didn't fully. If you saw it, it probably was because they were so small. Because like, yeah, I'm thinking the spider had some. Uh, from yeah. the matchmaker scene, but you almost couldn't tell because the spider was such a small subject. So yeah. you'd have to like really like get deep in there and look at the spider and see. Um, the the throne of the emperor looked very um, yeah. fake. Yeah. The so I was like, yeah, that's probably CGI. So the CGI, I mean, like this movie wasn't fully CGI. A lot of it was very was practical effects. Yeah. So I'm fine with the you know not having the greatest CGI in the world. But um, another mechanic of the movie that I think is a point of contention is the music. I don't think the original score was used nearly enough for this film. No, not at all. I'd say from what I heard, I think I heard uh, Reflection. I heard... um, uh, What was the first one? Reflection. uh, You'll bring honor to us all. And... um, the yeah, final I, reprise. I heard a original little movie. bit of a, "You'll Bring Honor to Us." So I heard like a little bit of it. Yeah, it was like that was at the matchmaker scene. They did the ding, 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 ding. That was in there, but it, I I felt that like Mulan, the original ninety nine, has probably one of the most famous soundtracks of any Disney movie. Like the yes. songs are so resonant. Like I could probably belt off every song from that film like that. Because I, I love it so much, and so can many other Disney fans and fans of the film. And so to not use, you know, probably your most, you know, famous soundtrack in the in the live action movie felt like it was detrimental to the film. Because yeah. look at Aladdin, uh, which came out two years ago. Yeah. Um, the the live action they used all the songs and even added some, and it did a great job. Lion King used some of the songs. Doesn't get as much praise because they changed some things. People yeah. were like, okay, wait a minute, cap. But this one. They they told you they like we're not doing the songs like this is not a musical a film like this is gonna be straight just like Mulan no none of that music stuff yeah which is fine but if you're gonna use the score like people everybody expected it like we we mentioned it on the podcast numerous times they'll make this film but we're gonna we're probably not gonna they're not gonna do the music but they're gonna have a bunch of the vestiges of the score but yeah. they won't only use the original score maybe two or three times and then like they came in with their original score mm-hmm. um and let me see um. Who did the music for this movie? Uh, trying to see Mulan score up twenty twenty. That would be. It doesn't say who did the soundtrack. Wow, am I folding here? Oh, Jamie Hartman, Harry Greg Williams, Rosie Golan, Billy Cabrera. So it was a lot of people like collaborated on this on the score, but okay. I just felt like um, they could have done more with the music, um, in t- especially given what the soundtrack was for the original Mulan. Like they could have done more. What did you think? Um, preferably, um, I mean, from a film wise, I was okay with it. As a fan of Mulan, I wasn't really okay mm. with the music because I was expecting, right? Like, I was expecting to hear. Not too much, but a good, like, I was expecting, like, for some of the most famous scenes in Milan, I was expecting to hear some of the score. Right. Like, from, like, from the I'll Make a Man, just like the, yeah. just like a quick little hymn of it, like, underneath or something like that. And then probably to when, when they're charged, when, when the Emperor's guards are charging in that dun, 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 or something yeah. like that, you hear nothing but this mellow, I was like, that, like, it shows, like, a push, like, like, music helps push, like, Right scenes in the right way, and I feel like the music, some of the music they was using, didn't help push the scene like right and show like okay, this scene's been happening because we know what's been happening, but it's even better when you got the music behind it. And I was just like, because one of the biggest examples I had when I when I was watching the film, uh, so you know in the original film where they're singing uh, a girl was fighting for yeah, and they're singing that song and it's it's really giddy, it's happy, it's it's funny, and so uh, the music goes to a complete halt. When they get to um, the fallen remains of the first Imperial uh, regiment that went out to take Sean Yuan, but then they got killed, uh, yeah. which changed that and all of that. And so the music comes to a complete stop, and that like that stops you and your tracks. The viewer is like, "Oh crap! Like we're in the middle of a war. Like wait a minute, we're back into the film with that." And I missed that when we didn't. I don't think we had that scene 
you know, when they found like we we didn't get any of that. Nah. Which is we'll get before we'll talk about that when we get into like the changes between the original film and this film. But um, in terms of like we talked about the music, so, like the sound mixing was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, it sounded was, great. Sound mixing was not that. A bad. lot of the a lot of the organic sound that was around in the film was really well done. Um, like the horses and you know the the clanking of swords and stuff like that was really good. So really enjoyed that. But as we continue on, man, the story. All right. So we obviously know what Mulan um, is is about. Mulan is a warrior who takes the place of her father because he's been injured in war before. She takes his place, which is a big no-no in China because women are nothing but wives in China. They're property. Yeah. And so she goes out. She does that. We all know the story of Mulan. We all saw the movie. I think that this movie took way too many liberties even though they weren't trying to be the original Mulan, I think this movie falls short because it is a Mulan movie and it added some things that didn't need to be there and it took away some things. One of the biggest things that I had an issue with was the, the idea of chi, right? So yeah. chi is basically the energy that everybody, well, not in, just in China, but everybody in the world possesses. It kind of gives them, not powers per se, but to tone, hone in more on abilities because I yeah. even saw from like when Mulan was a child she was gifted in martial arts and gifted just in her movement of her body Yeah, and so um, we see that which was cool but then we see the villain um, what was her name let me pull that up real quick um, let me see do, do, do. Um, Zhang Lang uh, Gong Li which was, who was played by Gong Li um, she uses her chi and she's able to like turn herself into a herd of birds yeah. um she can turn she can like move uh like teleport basically mm-hmm. and so her powers seem like kind of like kind of like maleficent almost yeah that's what it reminded me of and so uh, we see her and i i was just like no i wasn't i was like why do we need this villain especially when she's just gonna turn basically good in the end like her her whole deal was this is what mulan can become if she like really Hones yeah. in on her potential, but then by the end of the film, Mulan, by being loyal, brave, and true, has shown um, Zhang Lang what she can't, what she could have been before. You know, she takes the arrow from Mulan, and I just I wasn't really feeling that that whole chi thing. What about you? Well, what she um, first thing it made me think about was um, when I watched that Iron Fist show on Netflix. Um, mm, okay, like it did remind me of that, and like I was like, okay, but then again, like it's that thing, like I get it. Just don't continue. I don't want to continue hearing. Like you can make another reference to it later on, but right. they mentioned she. I was saying like every five scenes. Yeah, she yo she yo she. I'm like, bro. Okay, we get it. Her like your chi is strong, right? Your chi is strong. We get it. Can we like move on? Like, and that's the thing. They had to do so many expedition dumps about that chi because yeah. like it wasn't mentioned in the original film. So it was yeah. like everybody's like, yo, what what the hell does chi have to do with Mulan now? Because that wasn't an original aspect of the film. Yeah, like and it was just like very um. It, I mean, it was okay they wanted to do that, but then again, like you said with the expert, you don't have to continue explaining it or right. because it's not even going to help the character, like push the character at all. And like that was the issue I was having. I'm like, right? Oh, I'm like, yo, like, can we like, if you gonna if you gonna mention cheese so much, let's talk about the other characters, the side characters that really also helped made the original film, which I personally don't think the side characters really help. Exactly. I'm glad you mentioned that. The side characters in this film are. Pretty much damn near non-existent for me. Like, yeah. the only side character that I would consider being, like, an actual side character would be Donnie Yen's character, Commander Tung, and yeah. Yosan An, who played Chen. Um, so, basically, um, when Mulan was first announced, and they, they, soon after, a few weeks later, they said, Shang will not be in the film. They yeah. cut Shang's character pretty much in half. The commander, you know, the leader of the military part of Shang is Donnie Yen's character, Commander Tongue. Yeah. And then the love interest slash uh, boy toy, eye candy, is uh, Shen, uh, Yosan An. Which, after watching the film, that was actually a change I didn't necessarily mind because I've always felt that Mulan as a character wasn't one that needed to have a Prince Charming at the end of the film. Yeah. So I was cool with it. Facts. And Donnie Yen is, of course, awesome. He's the Eat Man. Like, he's... When I saw Donnie Yen in this film, I was like, okay, this film automatically gets five points because it's Donnie Yen. Yeah. I know he's going to eat, which he did. And um, so I was cool with that, but then like the side characters and everybody loves their Yao, Ling, and Poe. Yeah. 
I still don't know after watching that film who was who. Yeah, I still didn't know who was who. And then they added one one of the side characters' name was actually Cricket. I'm like, right, yo. So like, okay, we don't get the Cricket, but we get someone named Cricket. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't get that either. Which, um, I don't I didn't necessarily mind it because Cricket in the original film to me was never really like he was just kind of like added comedic relief along with Mushu, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. But, um, which I didn't necessarily mind it. I just thought he was a little, he was a little too babyface for me, personally. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that's, that's, a, that's a nitpick, so. I understand that that was a nitpick for me. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm thinking that dude was freaking Poe. Like, I'm like, okay, who's Poe? Who's y'all? Like, and then y'all, like, and like, I would figure, okay, but then again, they're not recreating the original movie, but I was like, you would want us to kind of find references to the original of who's who. Like, y'all was... Exactly. Y'all was the same stuff as everybody else. I'm like, yo, what is this? Exactly. Y'all was supposed to... Y'all y'all was supposed to have a Napoleon complex. Y'all, yeah. y'all was the shortest one, so he's 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 the biggest personality. He's angry, and he, and he likes to fight. And then and you kind of saw messages of that at the beginning. Like, I think, looking back, that probably was y'all who pushed him in the line. Yeah. Who pushed um, Mulan in the line. But, like, you almost can't tell because Yao and I think it was uh, Shen Po. Yeah, Yao and Shen Po look damn near identical. Yep. So I, I couldn't tell, especially with the costuming, I couldn't tell who was who. And then Ling, Jimmy Wong, he wasn't some sleazy, skinny character. Um, and Shen Po wasn't, a, wasn't some giant teddy bear uh, fighting. Which And the thing about it was, in the original film with those three characters, all of them looked kind of different. And we're varied in ages because you literally were just the firstborn son. So the yeah. firstborn son could be 18 or you could be 38. So you couldn't really differentiate. Like, and that's kind of why I think Cricket looked as young as he did to kind of play to that, all right, this the firstborn son can be any age. Yeah. So I thought that was um, an interesting uh, change. But like it was, I think that the fact that you couldn't differentiate between who the side characters were was absolutely horrendous to me. I was like... These characters are, they drive Mulan. Like, because of their differences, it kind of teaches Mulan about what men are feeling during war. Yeah, facts. You know, like, Ling Song, A Girl Worth Fighting For, they, and I hate when films do this. Um, Lion King did it, Jungle Book did it. Uh, when films recreate films that were once musical, instead of doing the actual music, they'll say lines from the music and it doesn't, as much as you think it's like a cute reference, it's not. It's literally just like pandering. It's just like, we're not doing music, but we'll give you this. Yeah, and when they were kind of talking through a girl worth fighting for, I was like, dog, like, that, because the girl worth fighting for is probably my favorite song in the line. No, that is so, the best. That's my favorite song. I was in like, line. dog, like, I'd rather you just not mention the song at all than not put the score in or just sing it. So, like, yeah. don't, don't do that to me. Now, you mentioned Mushu. Disney also said when the movie was uh, when they announced the movie that Mushu was not gonna be a part of the film. Eddie Murphy did not sign on to be play Mushu for this film. There will be no Mushu, but this film not only didn't do Mushu, but they kind of wrote off the the whole um, spiritual aspect. I think they replaced the spiritual stuff with the chi. Yeah, because the spirits were supposed to guide Mulan and not and and the Mushu was the dragon and who was supposed to protect Mulan on the road. They replaced that with the phoenix. Yep. And the Phoenix did what in this film, Robert? Because I, I can't. Uh, I mean, I saw the Phoenix probably about a good three times flowing through the sky, and I'm like, uh, so are you gonna say anything? You gonna do anything? Like it literally just like, flew around. Wherever we she don't was. even see a cl- like one thing that did make kind of, I was bummed about. One of my favorite parts of Mulan was the ancestors. Like yeah, the with the ancestors, we got none of that. So like I'm like okay, I'm like is there gonna be a clip of the phoenix flowing through the tomb to see the thing of the ancestors? We get none of that. You just see them flowing through the sky. I'm like okay. And then, and I mentioned this in the ending. The ending was going so well, the the fight. And then the emperor opens his mouth while he's tied up on top of that thing. And he's like, he pulls pulls a Luke Skywalker from episode nine. Rise up. You are a warrior. You are going to save China. And then the phoenix rises behind her and spreads his wing. I'm like, dog, why? No. Like, you showing up hella late to work, bro. (laughs) What's that? Like, your shift is about to end in 10 minutes. Bro, you showed up hella late for work. You didn't even need to show up. Like, I know that's a visual standpoint, but right. that doesn't help push the narrative of the movie no, at all. No, not at all. And I'm like, all right. Okay. One thing I didn't like about it was, so the the scene where we, the first, the middle fight. Yeah. You know, that builds the, the rising action of the film, the climax, if you will. Yeah. Um, the, 
the fight where she, you know, blows up, causes the avalanche. When, if you remember from the original film, when Shang Yu crossed that mountain, that army was stupid thick. This, that army looks so, especially on the film where they yeah. filmed that, the army looks so skimp. I'd say maybe a hundred horses. Maybe. Yeah, I saw, I didn't see that many horses if I'm being honest. Facts. I mean, I'm being generous with that. 75, if, if we calling it that. Yeah. It but was... then, and then they were saying they're outnumbered, but then the way that the, the Huns are shot, not the Huns, that's what they were calling the original film, the uh, Bori Khan's army, the, what is it, Northern Ra- the Northern Raiders, I think it is? I think it's the Northern Raiders. The way they were shot as compared to the the Imperial Army who were kind of uniformed all in lines. Yeah. They look like there's a lot more of them than there is of the sort of the southern the Northern Razor the Northern Raiders, even though the film says um we're heavily outnumbered against the Northern Raiders. So I was like, wait. No, you're not. You look like you have tons more people. Especially when they were first doing that big pull up. I'm like, this looks right. like an even match. I'm like Right. Okay. I honestly thought at first they weren't even going to do the avalanche because I thought everything was... Same. Same. I thought everything was numbered up and perfect. And then when they did it, I'm like, okay. That's one of... I love the avalanche scene from the original. Y'all got... And the one they did here was okay. But I'm like, even though it was a little cap, because how the hell did she get across Bro, so fast? Bro, I'm still trying to figure that out. Because like she was like probably 100 feet in front of them in one shot. And then next thing you know, she's like directly behind them. And like, there's probably a good 25, 50, 25, 30... Uh, men sitting there at the catapult launching the the catapult. So like somebody had to see her wrap around you and start shooting arrows. And then like w- when they start shooting at her, you see like the hell she she collected maybe two helmets while she was on the horse. Yeah, like collecting the, the helmets of the dead to kind of trick them into seeing there was more people shooting. She had like six helmets up there. How did you grab them all? And where did you put them at? Like I was like. Yeah, she just kind of like set them up, but I just was like, no, that that's cap. And also really disliked how they had her break off from the rest of the uh, rest of the guys. Yeah. And fight uh, Zhang Zhang Li Zhang Lang to um kind of further that that whole chi thing and like their whole debacle. Yeah. Because you missed that moment where you know Shan Yu injures her, and then Shan Yu is like she recognizes her at the end of the film like. The, the, the warrior from the village is the one that like took my army out like now I have a personal connection to why I want to take you out and I felt like that we lost that when we got when she broke off and like took off all those people on horseback which fire as hell the way they yeah. kept turning them falling off the horse and then turning themselves around yeah. to shoot at her that was clean as that freak. was that was um I, I watched an old movie from my film class mm-hmm. called Stagecoach and, okay. and in Stagecoach there was something like that it was these group of it was it was these group of like English people that were headed towards some part of like I don't know where they were going honestly I just know they were in the stagecoach and they were afraid of the Apaches mm-hmm. these Indians which is actually a tale for real life and when the Apaches were rolling off on the their horses they were firing their guns and like right. the Apaches kind of did the same thing they kind of dodged ducked and did the same things that kind of like that that the warrior army did and I was like oh okay I see I'm like I'm like I, I see some connections there it was kind of gas right. I'm just trying to figure out, okay, do they even care about the army trying to put up a fight? Because Mulan, the only one that's ducking, I'm like... Facts. I mean, yeah, Mulan was the only one that seemed to have any type of skill in what was going on, which I'll get to that that, that piece again because that kind of pissed me off towards the end of the film. But one thing I also didn't like was when she kind of gave up her her identity as a woman. Yeah. And then like the stakes were kind of downplayed because they immediately were like, okay, we're just going to expel you from the army. Like, I think that scene is much more powerful in the original film um, because not only did she get injured, like, she had she not got injured in the original film, who who's to say when they would have found out she was a woman? Facts. But, you know, she, in this film, she, like, already is like, hey, I'm a woman, like, because after she meets with Zhang Lang, who kind of puts her on that, you don't need to hide yourself, you've been lying to yourself, and it weakens your chi. Lying weakens your chi. You're now going to come out to you know, the men, hey, I'm a woman, and then for them to be like, okay, you're expelled. I felt that film, that part was a lot more resonant in the original film, because he's like, um, the original, the head guy, not the head guy, the emperor's like, um, I get, not hitman, but the emperor's like little side man, or whatever, yeah. his advisor, um, is like, kill her, like, she's done, she's disgraced everybody, like, kill her, and then Chang steps in and is like, hey, no, we're not gonna kill her. And so, for them to kind of just kind of, I'd say gloss over that piece was like, 
Alright, so the stakes weren't... Because then at the beginning of the film, yeah. uh, Fao Zhao, who's played by Tzee Ma, um, was like, if I out her to like the army, like they'll kill her. But then when we get to the thing, like he doesn't mention, you've been a hero in this, you did this, this, that, and the other. We're going to keep you alive and just expel you. No, he's just like, alright, we're going to expel you, like whatever. And I was like, this, yeah. doesn't, this doesn't hit as hard. Yeah, it doesn't really... See, honestly, it doesn't... He honestly could have told them... It's honestly like he could have told them... The dad could have told them that she was a woman and called it the day. Because, like... Right. And I'm just like, okay, like... Man, like... She, and she kept saying, kill me, kill me. I'm like, bro, is anyone actually going to try to swing? Because, like, she telling... She was telling them, y'all, y'all can kill. Kill me. Yeah, please execute me. Execute me, but I'm going to tell you this. No one even tried to. Maybe it's because... I don't know they what... They saw it. the heroics at the... You know, in the in that scene... But um and then but maybe I think that scene was kind of glossed over because not maybe five minutes later she figure out the plan um that you know Bori Khan has already made his way to the Imperial City yeah. and they're they're taking down the uh the parts of the wall so they can get to the city and kill the Emperor and so when she gets to the camp she's like hey like I know you said you're gonna kill me if I show up my face again but I know the plan now this is what pissed me off she was like all right, a small well trained force can take out you know, the force that's going to go kill the emperor. When they just said, not 10 minutes ago, uh, this is y'all, I know y'all like nowhere near ready to be in battle, but we're going to battle. I'm like, so you're not sending a well-trained team. You're selling these, this ragtag team to go take out an elite force, which they, I guess, barely did. And Mm. that was just one of the things I just was like, add-ons that I felt weren't really needed because, um, like I said, it it really just kind of dulls the film for me. Um, And also... Mulan in this film has a sister. Yeah. Uh, Huaju, um, played by Susanna Tang. Could you figure out the reason why they added a sister for her? Not necessarily. I think it was... Well, when I... But did she... Did they... Did she have siblings? But they just... Did, and they just not mention them? In the original? Uh... I feel like it was possible. It was... It, it might have been possible, but yeah, I don't remember any mention. They definitely didn't mention it. any, yeah. Nah, like... Possibly, because and then they said this one was kind of a tell of the original story that was ever created. So, mm, so she probably had a sister in that one, and probably the okay. original story. I have, I'm, I'm actually gonna go back and find the original story. It's some, it's a big PDF one. Mm-hmm. I'm actually find it and re- read it myself. But I thought it was interesting. Like you know, maybe it could have added just a tiny bit of depth to the character. Like, because you know, like a little sister, like you're a big role model for them. So you know, right? Seeing that it would be hard. It's hard to leave. Like little like siblings behind that Mm -hmm. could i feel like that was honestly just there to add a little bit a kind of a little bit of a nuance to mulan that she's very fearless and she really does take everything into consideration because we all leave our parents someday but like to leave your sibling leave it's hard to leave siblings sometimes even though we can't stand them right but you know i think um uh huaju is kind of what's kind of a nuance added character device for her mother Facts. Because the mother, you know, she was on Mulan, just like in the original film. She was like, oh, you need to get married. You need to do this, this, that, and the other. So you Facts. can present yourself as a good wife. And then she looks at her younger daughter, who, like, is doing the things she's telling her to do and not going crazy and going to go chasing chickens like it's the beginning of the film. And so that was kind of something to, to, to push the, the nuance of her mother. Like, hey, like, I have this daughter that does things right. Why can't you get it right? And I think one thing this film does very well is play to the relationship between uh, Fa Zhao and Mulan. Facts. Um, like, you understand that the dynamic of the father-daughter dynamic there, and even at the beginning of the film where he's, like, he's he's hesitant about giving her away, even though it'll bring honor to the family and honor to Mulan and him. Um, he's hesitant to give his daughter away because he knows she's different, especially because of her chi and her abilities. Like, yeah. after she, you know, fell off that roof and, like, landed like a superhero looking clean as hell... Uh, he was like smiling at her like that's my girl but then when everybody was like yo this girl is cap uh she was like "Mm, i forgot dishonor to your family dishonor to your cow but so i definitely think the sister was like an interesting deal but like the way they kind of uh roped us into the relationship between fajal and mulan i thought was awesome um facts one thing that I, I, i liked it one thing that i did i did really applaud this movie for was how they handled uh, Mulan and Chen's relationship. Definitely. They... Chef's kiss. I was so scared. I was like, because when they got to the end and he was like, so you're just not going to say goodbye, I was like, man, if they Ray and Kylo this, I'm going to, I'm just going to like get up and leave. I can't do this. But they did it very well. Like, because like I said, Mulan is like Merida. 
you know, they don't necessarily need, uh, every princess doesn't need a Prince Charming. Ooh. Ooh. Wait a, wait a minute. Hold on, Robert. Let me say that again. Every princess does not need a prince. And I think Mulan and Merida fall into that category. And so for Chen to just be like, basically, she's kind of just basically like, till we meet again, we friends, we cool. Like, we honestly, we obviously see there's a small connection with the little whole hand and they did. Um, and obviously, he obviously was the, the male uh, counterpart to her female, you know, role. Yeah. Um, did fine. Like, it wasn't shoved down our throat. They didn't have to, like, make out on the bridge or anything like that. Just for, like, till we see you again. And it's even, it's not even a big point of contention in the original film as much. Facts. Like, it, you know, they, they, I think they kiss in the film, but, like, it's not, it's nothing big. They, extra- they didn't get married at the end of the film. Nah. Like, that. like, their, their relationship and marriage wasn't even fleshed out to the second film. And I don't, I, I think they ended up getting married, but like you saw that, like they really weren't a match for each other. Not just because they saved the world together don't necessarily mean you can match. So I thought that was really interesting. So what did you think about Mulan's role as as a female lead in this in this movie? Okay, at first, obviously, um, she kind of wasn't doing her job well. I mean, <laughs> like you know, that was just some big no nos there. I'm like, baby, no, like you gonna. Like and one thing I'm big on, like when it comes to war, mm-hmm. you got you get you count your you count your wounded, you count your dead. Mulan was kind of like Mulan was very like very she was a, I liked how she was very focused on everything and she was so like fam like her devotion to the family like mm-hmm. trying to keep her father's um she was big on that sword. I was okay with that, but then again I felt like she did get sidetracked from the overall story and then of course it comes back to real life when she finally figures out the big um. What what what's his name? Oh my god, I can never remember his name for nothing. Um, Chang, Chen, Chen. The uh, which character are you talking about? The the love interest? Not the love interest. The um. The commander? Yeah, the commander. Oh, Commander Tung. Yeah, like it, like she kind of gets his overall stepping stone, like because she was mainly just doing it for her father, right, and not for the country, right. So right. at first, yeah, I'm like Mulan, we get it, father, father and all, but like, bro, like, come on, like. Yeah, bring it, bring it to more central to about China. Don't don't have it so central about you, but like, and that's kind of like that in the original film. She does come to that side, and right. But in this film, it was like I said, it was a little bit more draggy for me. So I'm like, right, like come on. Like, I think I need um, you to get your mind out the gutter. In a time where we're where we're seeing a lot more SJWs and a lot more uh, woke culture in film, I think Mulan did a very good job of not pandering to me. Uh, she was a great lead. Oh yeah, uh, and I find that a lot of the the more the more Asian led films with female uh, led roles do a little bit better because we've we kind of already we've already, we've seen a lot of them in roles like this before indeed so it's it's not as as pandering as as it usually is so uh, Louis Yife uh, did an amazing job as Mulan she was so talented and watching the things she did in this film was absolutely amazing um, very little stunts done in her in her in her deal like she did a lot of this they said she was a great uh person on film and that she great person to film and she was she bolstered everybody around her so everybody got better probably except donnie because donnie Yen's probably already like better than everybody Only, like, who ever does it he, he first first like his first scene he says bro like i remember like the sword scene like she um the director literally was like he did it so fast the first time we had to reshoot it and do it in slow motion because he was moving that fast Donnie Yen is a beast. Like, he's a yeah. dog. If Donnie Yen, you roll up on Donnie Yen, like, go ahead and, like, rob yourself because you're yeah. not getting whatever whatever it is. You can ask the four guys he put, in, he put in the hospital when they rolled up on him and his girlfriend and he showed them why they call him the Eat Man, for real. Yeah. But uh, there was also another Kung Fu movie legend in this film, if you didn't notice. And I noticed, I saw it, but I was like, I couldn't pinpoint exactly who it was because of, the, like, the way his costume was. Jet Li played the emperor. I was like... Like, hello, can we... My dog, know, Jet Li. And then that, that end scene where um, Bori Khan um, shoots at him from the from the ground. He's like 100 feet down, like on the ground. And Yo. he shoots at him and he, my boy arrow. Jet Li said, come here, Give me caught that. the arrow. I was like, ooh! That was ah, gas. That was beautiful. I think, but uh, as we continue on, I think my biggest issue with the story is there is very little comedic relief at Oh, all the comedic relief characters are pretty much extinct in this film. Now you have uh, Zhao Jingpo and um, Cricket, and they 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 had moments where you may have chuckled, but like it was nothing like compared to the old to the old film. No. But a lot of the main 
um, uh, comedic relief came from Mushu, who's played by probably one of the hottest comedians ever at the time, Eddie Murphy. That's not in there. And then you have uh, some of the funny stuff that happened with the advisor of yeah, the, the king's advisor. the emperor's advisor. None of that's in there. So the film doesn't really make you laugh at all. Which I'm not saying it has to. It's not a comedy, but it takes away from your experience of viewing a, mo- a, a movie that's called Mulan. Because when you think about Mulan, you think about Mushu, you think about kind of the more funnier aspects of the film, more so than the story, which is, you know, kind of how the cookie crumbles. But yeah, I, I didn't feel like, there were a couple scenes where I was laughing, like the rain scene, yeah. where the guy was like, I need somebody for guard duty, and he, she ends up standing in the rain. I thought that was hilarious. That was hilarious. And then when they called her, talking about some, okay, they kept saying, man, did you take a shower yet? Bruh, facts. <laughs> I was like, that. I, they're no, they're, they were noticing. Like man, and I I was I was upset we couldn't get because like that's one of my favorite scenes from Mulan is when she went to go fat shower and then they all showed up. But you know we just get that little side of Yin coming. I said, I'm like that's it. I'm like we can't get Yao or anybody. I really wanted Yao's. Like they kind of I think they kind of did throw a little bit of hey when um homie I think it was Yada actually dropped his towel yeah. when they were changed when they got into the tent. The first so time, that's yeah. like a little callback to when he actually dropped his towel when he was standing on the rock. Yeah. I'm like bruh. I get it, but it would have been a lot better if she was actually exactly like that. That's one of those funniest moments in that movie, and this movie doesn't really make you laugh at all. It's one of my main issues with it because, other than that, the movie was kind of boring. Yeah, that part it made the movie kind of boring and drag. Um, anything else on the story you wanted to mention? Uh, story, story. Um, nope. Actually, I ain't got nothing else. So let me ask you this: comparably, comparable to the original film. I'm sure we've mentioned this already in the episode. Which one would you rather watch? Oh, the original. Um, I'd obviously watch the original more just because it's it's very... It like, it, it captures me more, honestly. Um, Like, I think, like, choreography-wise, each of them are kind of equal a little bit. So, like, fighting-wise, like, I, I love action movies, so, you know, obviously. But they kind of both are layered out action-wise. But that one has... The original obviously has more comedy. And, you know, it's not as draggy as this one is. And... Right. So, that, and that was one of the things, so I, I just kind of want to mention some of the things I think this movie did better than the original. Uh, I definitely, like you said, the choreography, the cinematography, and also it is live action, so it kind of bolsters it just a little bit. Indeed. Um, so, other than that, there wasn't really much that I could say that's better than this film, but um, I'm just going to read you off some of the uh, live action films they've done in the last few years, and I'm going to find out where you would rank Mulan in these. So, yeah. you have Aladdin in 2019. Uh, Lion King in 2019, Dumbo in 2019, Lady and the Tramp in 2019, Christopher Robin in 2018, Mary Poppins Returns 2018, uh, Beauty and the Beast 2017, you had uh, Jungle Book in 2016, uh, Alice in Wonderland in 2014 and 16, and then Cinderella in 2015, and then you had Maleficent 2014. Oh, crap! Actually, I'm sorry, Alice in Wonderland, the first one came out in 2010, and then the second one came out in 16. Dang, I didn't know it was six years between them. So, out of those, uh, where would you rank this? Towards the bottom, the middle? I'd give it... Because of how different it is. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very different. That's what I liked about it. But then again, when you're too different, you lose a lot of of, um, the zest, as I like to say. But um, I'd rank it towards, like, out of, like from top 10, I'd probably put it 9, probably not between 9 and eight, 7 and 10. Um, okay. Only because um, some of those remakes, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Some of them, like, the, like the Dumbo, I'm like, I get I wasn't a big fan of Dumbo, but I'd probably put Mulan probably. So there's actually 12 spots. So 12 spots. I'd probably 12 put being Mul- the worst, 1 being the best. I'd probably be, um, I'll probably put Mulan at, like, 10. Mulan, like, 10? Be honest, I wasn't... I'm sorry, anyone that loved Dumbo. I was not a big fan of Dumbo. Uh, I, I think I could, I could ride with you toward, towards the bottom, probably 9, 10. Um, given... Because, like, Disney hits on their live actions, I think, a lot more than they miss. Yeah. Uh, I love Christopher Robin. Lion King was Christopher okay. Christopher Robin was guys. Aladdin was... Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. Uh, Aladdin, if, if you had to ask me what the template was for a Disney remake, live action remake... I'm pointing you towards Aladdin because yeah. Aladdin did everything right. It wasn't pandering. It had funny characters and the spins that it did take, they were very well done. Will Smith is genie. I think it's better than Robin Williams genie in my opinion. Yeah. That's my opinion. If you don't like it, oh well, cancel me, whatever. But um, yeah, so and uh, Mary Poppins, I thought was really good. Beauty and the Beast, Jungle Book was 
awesome. Jungle Book was and dope. And this movie just takes too many liberties um, compared to the other film, and it like it was boring. And so I I'm not I'm not feeling it. But as we continue on to implications, um, we're obviously going to be seeing more uh, Disney remakes. Um, I, I think they're working on Hunchback and Notre Dame, which I hope is good because that's one of my favorites. They got a Peter yep. Pan one in the works. They I need do. that to do very well because Peter Pan is my absolute favorite Disney movie of all time. You mess up Peter Pan, we fighting. So, I feel that. like, we are fighting. But what did you think? What were you kind of left with? Any questions or concerns in terms of, like, these, these future remakes? Well, for the future remakes, I would say possibly... Um, uh, is this, like, is this what we're going to get from Disney? Because, like, I would say, like, possibly Disney, most of Disney's now original. Like, one thing I would big on, like, I was like, I've always wanted to see a Disney original film come out in theaters. But usually I've never seen that. So, mm-hmm. from what I'm getting is this is probably going to be Disney's good schedule. Um, I'm okay with it. But then again, I'm like, uh, when you do, we talked about some reboots and remakes that episode, which was way back when we said straight up facts, like, yo, like, you're gonna you're gonna people that love it and hate it like Disney. They love to try to convey to their their you know their different audiences and some. I think with a lot of the remakes, they don't really connect with the older generation that still are diehard Disney fans. So right, I would say with the remakes, um, don't like maybe one every four years. I'm not big on like because there's so many different stories out there for Disney. So like I wouldn't say let's. Uh, if I'm me, I'm not. But then again, Disney, they all they money talks. So they're gonna throw like about two to three at you like every two to three years. I'd be okay with like one every three to four years, just like you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. It doesn't need to be because like like I said in the last I said like in twenty nineteen when I read off that list, I think there was three live action. Like you had Dumbo, Lion King, Lady and the Tramp, um, and I think one more. And you just they keep coming out with them. And some of them are hitting, some of them are missing, because Lion King was a big point of contention between fans. Like, a lot of people hated it, a lot of people love it. Like, I say I'm, like, in the middle of that Lion King thing. Like, I didn't hate it. I'm in the middle. I, loved it. I didn't hate it or love it. It was whatever. Shanua absolutely does not like it. Because he's a broad... He's more a, so the music. Broadway guy. Like, yeah. you, like, if you big with Broadway, you... Lion King's canceled. Point Blake here. Plus... People tired of seeing Beyonce in film. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was that 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 didn't hit. Actually, I really like. I enjoyed Black is King more than I did the Lion King live action film. But that. that was just me. Um, in terms of, I think that was all I wanted to say in terms of implications. I wasn't really left with much. I'll probably watch this film again because I, I plan on uh, reviewing it for probably Brackets and B rolls and Cafeteria Talk. So I'll probably I'll be checking this out again, checking out the original film. Facts. Um, so let me ask you this. Let's rate this guy out of ten. Where you going? I'm gonna give it a six point five. One Donnie okay. in. I gave I like you said, I gave it four. Well, we don't do that point five stuff, but alright. I'll allow it this time because it's you. It's honestly cause I can't like I can't stick it out of six and I can't bump it up to a seven. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a six point five. Okay. But um we'll just round it down and round it up, honestly. Um I'm gonna give it a six point five just cause one Donnie Yen, like I actually liked one, I love the act. The acting was okay to me. Like I had no issues with none of the acting. Yeah too terrible nothing was good and like you know i just love the cinematography yeah the costumes everything like they check mark but just you know honestly one thing i said is when the first trailer came out i was like looks awesome but you call it anything else but mulan it's fine yeah it's a fine movie it's it's a great movie i think it's awesome it probably it probably goes up to maybe a seven or eight in my book if it's not called mulan if it was just called or something and it was connected to the story of Mulan yeah but since it is you have to take into consideration the first Mulan film and the story of Mulan and you start and you're like ah yeah, nah right yeah. so that was all you had to say on, on your score yeah um my score <sighs> I think I'm a rock with a five out of t- I'm a rock with a six I'm a rock with you on a six um like you said the mechanics of the film are, are, are fine cinematography on point um, I didn't necessarily like what they did with the music. Uh, I thought it was boring. It dragged a lot. So I'm going to go with a six. It's kind of a bleh to me. Um, so between this, like 6.5 and a six, it, it's a six out of 10 for us. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it a little bit better than we did. Um, be sure to check that out. But thank you guys for listening to this uh, Mulan review. Um, you know, we hope you guys enjoyed the movie better more than we did because I wasn't feeling it. Neither was Rob like that. But... 
that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. Thank you guys for listening. We are going to get out of your hair. Um, where can they find you, Slick Rock? You know, they can find me on Instagram at Slick without the C underscore Rob 2 bs underscore on Instagram. And you can find me Robert EW116 on Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at, Cap- at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. You can catch me on um, Twitter mm-hmm. at RedCooler317. Check out me and my boy Ty on our new show, Brackets and B-Rolls. Our Instagram is at Brackets underscore B-Rolls, B-R-A-C-K-E-T underscore B-R-O-L-S, O-L-L-S. Uh, same tag on Twitter. Love you guys, man. Thank you guys for joining us. Kid Cap and DJ Noah wanted to be here. They'll probably be with us in the, in the, in the coming episodes. Love y'all. Do something nice for somebody. Cafeteria. Cafeteria.